Okay, so I'd like to give you a fair warning. What you're about to hear probably isn't especially entertaining to everyone but a select few. You're about to hear the Sparkle Picnic documentary, which was originally a series of interviews I did one year into filming the show. Completely different cast than we have now. Uh, People have not been around in quite some time. I was going to eventually cut it into a video documentary, but A, I didn't collect enough footage. B, it wasn't very good. Uh, So instead I've cut it into a kind of short podcast. Just interviews with people from the original era of the show. So be forewarned, this is, this is not going to be funny. This is not going to be exciting or especially interesting. This is very much just a document of a period of time that I think is relevant to the history and maybe to a few people listening. But most of you can probably tune out right now. And then we can play a nice game of where are they now? After this, the Sparkle Picnic documentary that never was. Okay, um, can I have your names? I'm Nikki. I'm Ryan, everyone calls me Mac. And, uh, do you two know each other? Yeah, Mac's my significant other. Yeah, we've been seeing each other for a while. About two years. How's that going? Pretty swifty. I dig him. Well, how, how did you guys get involved with Sparkle Picnic? Well, actually, you and I started a Sparkle Picnic with uh, a couple other people. And then she just kind of tagged along and she came in later. Yeah. You know what? I, I'd like to talk about the uh, videos we used to make back in the old days. Briefly here, Mariah McNamee. Um, Afterwards and... Let's go back a little bit further. Let's go back to freshman year. Let's talk about some of the footage that got turned into some things. Elevator shots. Mm-hmm. We just ro- basically just rode the elevator up and down all day. Yeah, we were in there for like, what, three or four hours? <laughs> just like filming everyone coming in and out. 13 floors worth of, you know, just filming people coming in and out. <laughs> they had no idea what we were doing with it. At the dorms? Yeah. Sherburne. <laughs> Sherburne on St. Cloud State Campus. Oh, yeah. Then we uh, made a few when we lived together when we were roommates sophomore year. Uh, the perfect roommate, which was slightly based on animosity towards you. Yeah, you just being an asshole to me because I was kind of a jerk roommate. <laughs> wouldn't clean up after myself. <laughs> Sloppy fella. Well, do you see kind of a natural progression at all from what we used to make to what we're making these days? It's kind of along the same lines. I mean, I think it's gotten, I think it's gotten better. We've got a better handle on what is funny. No. What about some of the roles you guys have played in the Sparkle Picnic sketches? Well, in the intro for the first one, I get mugged. And then I was the awful person who just basically told people that they were awful. Like, like when um, we were playing catch with uh, with the baseball, I said you threw like a fig. That's probably why your wife and kids left you. You actually hit me in the face with that ball, too. <laughs> Very true, and we kept that. We used that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It was convenient that that happened. I was Jenny's sister in a sketch where Jason was a pervert. Are you guys ever concerned about it, people seeing these? And, and it, it was my cat in the box. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty cool. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> meh. My dad knows about Sparkle Picnic. That's interesting. I showed my parents that didn't get a very good reaction. <laughs> <laughs> my dad loved it and told his friends, all of his friends about it. So, so it didn't concern you at all, doing three fingers? <laughs> So that was pretty risque. Yeah. Eh. My family really only watched the first one, so I'm not too concerned. What, they don't We're subscribe crazy. to our YouTube page? <laughs> I don't know if I suggested that. Your brother does. <laughs> Your brother's watched them all. He's Maybe. like he's like 13 now. He just turned 13. Mildly inappropriate. <laughs> Mildly. We're oh, crazy college age, though. What are some of your favorite sketches? Cat in a box. All the way. Cat in the box was awesome. What else? I really like the Ninja Warrior sketch. Yeah, I wish I wish more people saw Ninja Warrior. A lot of people I show that to oh, haven't seen it. Yeah. But, I mean, it's on all the time. It's still on all the time. I think it's weird that... Who wrote Ninja Warrior? Me and you, didn't we? No, I, I didn't have anything to do with that one. I just encouraged it. Uh, it was probably me and Zero. I think so, with a little bit of Donnie ad-lib. Well, what do you guys do? Yeah. What, what do you do outside of Sparkle Picnic? Go to school full-time at St. Cloud State and... St. Cloud State. Represent. Except for I'm not in volleyball. <laughs> I got this at a garage sale. Um, and I work at a water testing and training in Sock Rapids. I work at ING Direct. I sell bank accounts. We can probably bleep the ING part out so they don't fire you. <laughs> Are you, are you ever worried that somehow this will get you in trouble? Yeah, 
that crosses my mind a lot, actually. <laughs> yeah, you should be worried a little bit. As long as I keep work out of it, I think it'll be okay. I think so. And I mean, people at work seem to like the sketches anyways. Mm-hmm. It's just, I just can't have actual work in there and can't represent my employer. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys feel it's kind of um, grown over time? How do you feel, how do you compare the uh, early Sparkle Picnics with later Sparkle Picnics? You guys are both pretty current on them, right? Right? I actually just watched all of them. The other day. And I'm relatively current, but the first one will always be my favorite. Always. Unless something really crazy happens. I really like the first one. Cat in a box has my heart. <laughs> it's nice that there's so many people to participate, you know, like it'd be it'd be really tough to do different things if you didn't have so many people. I think it's a big factor is college. You know, a lot of people are willing to fuck around. Any any closing thoughts on Sparkle Picnic for the Sparkle Picnic documentary? It rocks. You should watch it. I mean, it's only getting better, you know, like, <clears throat> coming up with fresh ideas. And there's there's just so many places it can go that, that it's worth it's worth an eight-minute viewing to see what's coming next. You know, it's... And watch it with an open mind. You'll like it a lot more that way. It's good to know that we're not really racist. (laughs) Just to cover our bases. I mean... We like all people. (laughs) It's just fun to point out society's flaws, and I think that that's what we're good at. Just for a record, which which foods do you guys fuck? I'm a cheesy bratwurst kind of girl. And I'm just into cheese. There's so many different varieties. God, you guys... We mesh well together. Yeah, look at that. Wonderful. All right, love birds. <laughs> it's scary. Bye. Okay, <laughs> what's your name? My name's Donnie. Donnie. Your function in Sparkle Picnic. I act in it like everybody else, I guess. Have you ever written anything for it? Um, I haven't really written anything for it. I mean, I have ideas for it, but, you know, a lot of them involve, you know, budgets and stuff, you know, so. I mean, like, I have ideas for, like, stuff that, like, involve, like, buying a whole bunch of costumes and shit, so that's probably kind of out of the question, at least for the time being. Um, what do you do normally? What's, like, your day job? Uh, if you can really call it a day job, work down here at Station Review. Music for the station, lots of crap comes through here, but there's some good shit that goes through. Hopefully I'll get a new job pretty soon. How old are you? 23. How long have you been doing Sparkle Picnic? Since day one, pretty much, whatever that was, at least a year then, I suppose. What's your favorite sketch that you've been in? Favorite sketch I've been in? Um, can't really think of just one offhand that I'd just say is, you know, right on top, but the, the, the Ninja Warrior one, I like that one, and even though it's more of a supporting uh, cast member of it, the uh, Search Party sketch, that was also a good one, too. But yeah. Favorite sketch just in general, not necessarily that you've been in? I have a whole bunch of uh, favorite ones in general. There's uh, a lot of more of the recent stuff. There's, like I said, there's Dead Search Party Wonders, the Time Machine, or the junky, the junked up car, or even that dream car of the clouds for tires. And one that I really like, I don't know if this has really felt the same way for everybody else, is that um, Personal Museum, Brandon License one. I just, that one just cracks me up whole lot. Yeah, people in general seem to hate that one, actually. I, I just like it because, you know, it's so... I mean, it, it works on a diff- bunch of different levels. Is that were they invited? Um, are they just do, is doing notices of museum or not? It, it's just, you know, I don't know. It's just why I think. How do you get on with everybody that uh, is filming? How, how do you get along with the rest of the castmates? Most of them are pretty good. I mean, I know Shoop, you know, for a long time, and some of them I know through him just even a little bit. Most of them, almost all of them, are actually pretty good. Some of them could be a little bit annoying at the time. I think I know who might, I might be talking about. Uh, what do you think about Chaden Bates? Uh, is this for uh, is this totally candid or whatever? Yeah, give personal interviews, buddy. Okay, um, I don't know if he's doing the editing now anymore, um, but if he is, he's uh, doing a much better job than he did at the beginning. It's just, maybe part of it's just because, you know, I've seen the whole raw footage and all stuff of some of, you know, the earlier stuff, and we would just watch it all, everything we shot. But, uh, I mean, he's a cool guy and all that stuff. It just, you know, the early stuff just seemed over-edited, but, I mean, hey, whatever. Do you think we overdo it on the gay sketches at all? Um, kind of yes, kind of no. I mean, part of it is a little bit out of necessity and stuff, because we're, you know, pretty much a big sausage party, you know, Sparkle Picnic is, but 
you know, we're, we're, we're finding all sorts of different other stuff to, you know, make sketches of, so I think it'll get phased, not necessarily phased out, but, you know, just sort of like, look, we just won't rely on it so much in the future, so. Where can I get a fat bag of weed? Um, uh, I'll tell you off camera when we're done shooting. Okay, uh, which Sparkle Picnic cast member would you like to fuck the most? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was going to ask male or female. But, yeah. <laughs> no, not all of them. Um, yeah. Any anything sparkle related you'd like to talk about? Sparkle? Are you talking about Sparkle Picnic or Sparkle, sparkle your cat? Oh God, that cat! You you want my cat? No. You can have my cat. You can have both of the cats. No. I don't even like them. Jenny makes me keep them. Hell no. Do you want to hurt them with me later? Sure. <laughs> I'm on it. All right. I think that'll do. Okay. What's your name? My name. Mm-hmm. Is it recording? Mm-hmm. My name is Chaden Bates. Are you sure it's recording? Yeah. All right. So your name is Chaden Bates. What do you do with Sparkle Picnic? What do I do? I uh, I edit. Sometimes I do the camera. Yeah, and I, I help Jason field uh, sketch routines. Like, no, I don't actually. <laughs> I don't even do that. <laughs> no, basically I bring my camera up here. We use it. Uh, I go back to my place. Edit, spend months on end editing. Do all the cutting and, and uh, sound stuff and, and basically I, I use Sparkle Picnic as a platform to you know improve on filmmaking because I would also like to do other things besides sketch comedy which I am not like I'm not funny so you know I'm a more serious person you know tell me about how you got involved with Sparkle Picnic how did I get involved uh, well we just shot John Davis activist for retards and uh, there was a an extra sketch that Jason had written out uh, inappropriate laughing or what was it something like that mm-hmm. but uh, yeah and then then he just kind of hit on that we should do this more often you know and, and then uh, just came up with like we should we should do a sketch comedy it's like all right you know I really didn't have anything else going on so drove up we tried it out and the first one was kind of a wing it kind of thing we didn't necessarily have anything written I mean there was general ideas and I thought it actually played out pretty damn well after it was all cut together and we just kind of kept going from there about episode four we decided to start actually scripting things out I got a form up and whatnot to organize everybody and, and it's been going well I mean kind of rolling now how do you know Jason <laughs> do you want me to tell you the truth like how I met him tell the whole story Tell the whole story. No, I can't tell the whole story. Um, I met him through Ben Harride. Worked at a video store, and uh, Ben invited me over to the video store to hang out with those guys. And uh, yeah, I went in there, and and we just kind of hit it off right away. I mean, he wasn't a dick, so you know, usually when people are dicks, and get along with them. And you know, and then I uh, actually moved over by his place. He lived with his mom at the time, and he'd come over and kick my ass in fucking Street Fighter. And fucking, uh, we shot a bunch of uh, short films. White seems to be Jason's favorite of the group that we did. And uh, it just kind of went from there. And then he, I remember he was leaving for fucking St. Cloud. And he came over and we got drunk and he got this giant camo. <laughs> and he actually came outside. I think he was actually crying. Like, I'm going to miss you guys. I'm going to miss you. It was good, good times. And he came up here and uh, didn't really see him much until... Uh, I don't know, came up occasionally and hung out, but it wasn't until Activists for Retards where we actually collaborated doing stuff. Well, how do you think it's going? Barkle Picnic. Filming, getting closer to your dream. How do you think it's going? Getting closer to Well, it's not necessarily a dream. It's something to do, right? Until I die, which will be soon. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, I think it's, like I said, I think it's rolling good. Episode 4 was kind of like cock blocker. And then um, after that, we just kind of like waited and waited and waited. Uh, got a bunch of sketches together and, and we've been releasing on a weekly schedule. And we've been fucking adamant about it and it's been going great. I'm gonna run upstairs and let Jenny in. We'll continue this. She's just so good. Hello. Going. Um, good. How are you? Okay. Well, tell me a little bit about the older film projects before Sparkle Picnic. Like, uh, okay. Well, we did one called Shortcut, and the premise was. Uh, Vampire meets werewolf, and they they ultimately trip on each other's toes or toes because they're hunting the same prey, and it's just this comedic back and forth as they argue. And you know, it's filmed with the camera that you're seeing this through. And uh, we didn't have enough light, but ultimately it turned out really, really well. I thought, and uh, there was some happy accidents in there that we used to our advantage. It was good times, you know. I don't know. Got a couple compliments, so that encouraged the. 
continuation of filming, right? So didn't you and Ben make videos long before you met Jason Schubert? Long before? Back to the Raven. <laughs> so Tell me about the Raven. <laughs> the Raven is a 1994 fan-made <clears throat> film about uh, <laughs> a little boy who's skateboarding along a park and uh, sees a bunch of punks ask- asking for their drug money, and then he gets his ass kicked and thrown in a river, and then six months later he comes back and avenges him. Thanks to the Raven. <laughs> and the soundtrack is killer, let me tell you. I've gotten compliments on it. You should go look it up. It's on Google. The story sounds familiar. Did Was there anything in particular inspiration for that? Yeah, a movie called The Crow. <laughs> and then I actually read the, the graphic novel afterwards, which was way better than the movie. But, uh, you know, movie was pretty much the premise. And we just, like, did it because, uh, you know, we wanted something to do. So there you have it. Tell me about your editing technique. How did you edit the movie together? Oh, yeah, VCR to VCR back in the day. It was it was definitely tricky, but you know it worked out. It was it was not bad for you know ninety four, young as hell. You see here, I was a chubby little kid. Um, tell me about some of the other projects you hope to get off the ground. Um, well, like okay, the Batman fan film thing. I actually have a fan film of my own that I've been writing since two thousand four. <laughs> it's almost done. It's basically it all hinges on the story. Otherwise, there's a couple short films that I'd like to do. One in particular that Jason Schubert. Had a Sparkle Picnic. Uh, it's based on his story, and he and I spent a, a weekend, well, actually one night, hashing out a, an entire story, and we decided to just take one aspect of that story, and, and that's basically the next film project that I'd like to do, aside from Sparkle Picnic. And so hopefully that comes out by the time this documentary's around. Do you think you'll sit down with your son and watch all the Sparkle Picnics at some point? Sit down with him? No. What, I'm supposed to say yes? Oh, it's no, I don't, my, I don't. my favorite thing. Sparkle Picnic. And I can't wait to show it to my son. Actually, he watches, I mean, he watches it, but it's not exactly his age group. You know, 10 years old, so a lot of the jokes kind of go out. Actually, he likes a lot of the, the dumb stuff, like, um, dick fell off, you know? Just like slapstick humor that's definitely 10-year-old humor, and he totally <laughs> cracks up to that shit, you know? It's good times. Didn't, didn't your son co-write a sketch with you, kind of? He actually co-wrote a couple of them, uh, Speedboats. He, that's actually based on something he actually did. <laughs> but it wasn't Speedboats, it was Bionicles. You know, he might be embarrassed about it, but I thought it was kind of cute, you know. And I just thought, like, how could the kid not be offended that he actually made him take his home written test just to see if what he's saying is legit. So, you know, that, that turned into a good sketch, I think. And um, otherwise, he, he, he wrote the Jesus one with me, pronounced Jesus. And I think he wrote another one that I'm forgetting. Uh, oh, yeah, If You Call the Cops, I Kill Him. It was just based on a conversation of him and his friend we were having. And, like, they said it, and I'm just like, that's kind of weird. Why would you kill all the cops instead of the person you're talking to, you know? So that, that turned into a sketch, which uh, Danny Dyko started and he did it awesome like better than I ever envisioned anyone would do it so it's good times right why don't you say your name <laughs> my name's Jason Schubert I suppose I would be the creator of Sparkle Picnic part of the uh, I don't know in charge of the process due to odds odds and ends short stories that weren't short stories too short to uh, really do anything with they seem to lend well to sketches uh, I've seen a lot of bad sketch comedy on TV bad good though like Tim and Eric awesome show great job and then Mr. Show it's all very fragmented so that kind of leaned towards that and I really wanted to work with uh, Chayden again and Ben and it seemed like we could probably pull something off the ground so that's what I wanted to do and that's how Sparkle Picnic kind of got started and as Chayden said we'd done a few projects in the past and uh mac and i had done some stuff when we found out his little camera they took stills with uh would record up to like five minutes worth of footage so we started <clears throat> making stupid stuff in the dorms and at our old apartment and then yeah started typing things up the annoying drug dealer based on an actual annoying drug dealer that wouldn't stop playing his guitar so you couldn't actually leave because you still wanted your pot cat in a box i thought was funny because we were babysitting this cat and it kept crawling into a box like all the time so that's where cat in a box came from and then competitive telephone is actually ben harad doesn't remember this but it was one of his ideas from long 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 ago like back in 01 or something like that and so we shot that all improv but uh yeah it's all sparkle picnic got off the ground and i don't know man i want to write but i'm kind of lazy 
So short attention span equals sketches. That's been going pretty well. How much of yourself do you think you throw into your sketches or your daily life? I would say some to a point, but it's mostly just like weird thoughts that enter your head, like odd situations you notice or what-if situations, and you just kind of expand upon that. And that's where you get the sketches from mostly. Like, do you have any examples? (laughs) No. Okay. Um, yeah, for the most part, like the blacks, like I was telling that story earlier. Um, it was, uh... What is the sketch first? Okay, so the sketch is, it's two guys talking, and one's complaining about his car bill, and then the other guy's like, you know what I hate? And, you know, he's like, what? He's like, the blacks. And then the other guy turns to the camera and gives it the oh no face. And, uh, it's also kind of a play on the Hey Griff one, which is kind of the same thing. Similar. But anyways, so St. Cloud is severely racist, like to the point where it's really surprising. And that's where the blacks came from. I thought, you know, because racism's funny. I mean, it's sad if you're the victim of it, but if you can take a step back, it's incredibly stupid and hilarious. So that's where that came from. And I actually think that one turned out really well. We actually shot it twice and uh, it did not go over right the first time. I think maybe Brandon wasn't into it or something, but he just agreed with them when he said the blacks as opposed to doing the uh, look, you know. So. Yeah, any any other examples pulled from your life? Pulled from my life. Well, what the hell? It's hard for me to think of sketches on the spot. Um, uh, some I don't know. There's a lot of Jenny-type things. Jenny and I goofing off. Like, Clown Turd, I don't know. I think that actually Clown Turd actually came out initially in my head. It was a sketch where we're selling Clown Turds, like... Um, fucking like a cat turd rolled in glitter and i was thinking we could you know it could be like uh, you know call up the qvc shopping network and purchase your own clown turd but then it turned into a racial slur thing which i thought was really funny but you know it starts off with us roughhousing which we do a lot so i thought that was funny um three fingers right mentioned how many fingers can i get in you um it just seemed like a horrible thing to say to somebody like in front of their family like i thought it'd be really i mean i would never do it but it seemed like it would be awful you know it's just like one of those ideas that's awful that popped into my head and i wrote it down up there with uh makes me want to finger a retarded girl i think that's good too i don't i can't write a sketch around that but it's like the most awful phrase you can utter so i think that's hilarious Um, yeah, all right, all right. So, where do you, uh, can you tell us how, how, you, how you remember Sparkle Picnic coming together? Well, you know, you, Chayden Bates, Ben Harrod, and I shot White and a few other things, including stupid criminals and the first beer liquor down in Sioux Falls. So, there's that kind of background. Mac and I shot some things up here. Then Chayden came up and we shot John Davis, Activist for Retards, and somehow Peckerwoods fit in there too. I don't remember the dates on those. I don't know, man. People didn't seem to like the, the length of those very much and so i don't know we just kind of compiled ideas and ran with those they were funny and like everybody the cast has always been perfect like we've had very few stumbles you know everybody's pretty much a good friend of mine mac is you know one of my best friends from college donnie i met down at the radio station uh, my my future wife uh, jenny bridges or olive cats she came in and she's done some sketches. Samrat, who I used to be real close with, played the annoying drug dealer, uh, but he moved away to Philadelphia or something like that. Danny was one of Ben's kind of friends from film school, and I had seen some of his shorts and thought he was a genius, and I was like, we got to get this guy in here. And he was actually he was really nice and pleasant and unfortunately moved to California right afterwards. Uh, ben Olson is one of Ben and Chayden's buddies from Sioux Falls. I knew him kind of many years ago. Uh, Chi Yeah, we got along okay. One time I made some sort of comment about his girlfriend being a stripper. Like, maybe it wasn't a good... I mean, like, I was there when she decided to become a stripper and didn't think it was a good idea, and then it, it all went down south real quick and I made some sort of snide comment one night and he decided to get revenge on me so when I had this girl I was dating who uh, was probably not girlfriend material he started flirting with her in front of me and I was like getting irritated but I didn't think he was doing it on purpose and then later on I found out it was all spiteful revenge so we're, we're not best of friends but we get along pretty alright so and, but he's been writing some pretty good sketches and he's an interesting character to have around he doesn't seem to like acting too much but he's part of the process part of the part of the crew yeah He's my assistant. He's your assistant. I, 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 yeah. The last time he came up, he didn't seem enthused at all to be here. Like, immediately, he seemed like he wanted to go home, and it kind of cast an uncomfortable pall over everything. So my idea this time was to uh, have him be Chayden's assistant. But he seems really in great spirits today. I think he's excited because he has, you know, more sketches written. And I don't know, he seems more involved than what he said he wanted to go to film school a little while ago to you. 
it's good to have them on board, you know, and be able to, everybody can learn from the thing, you know, like as, as you said, we're, we're all getting better and, uh, everybody's getting the chance to flex their muscles. Cause really that's all Sparkle Picnic was. It's like people who want to write, write something funny, make a sketch. People who want to film, Hey, you should get behind the camera and shoot some stuff. Hey, you need some practice editing, edit some stuff, which actually isn't the case. It's more like who can edit competently. Oh, Chade, and here's, here's hours of footage. Make it good. But yeah, I know Ben hasn't, Ben, Ben Harride has an interest in filming. Uh, Steve, he was a writer that I had in one of my classes that I thought was hilarious. Like, he wrote some really killer plays. And uh, I, I said, oh, man, got to get involved with this guy. Got to bring him in. And that, that was a great choice. Everybody on the cast has worked out really well. Monkey, he was a surprise. We brought him in for John Davis Activist for Retards. I think he strutted his stuff on Peckerwoods. Huh? Peckerwoods is where he really strutted his stuff. Yeah, he was really pretty potent in that. So we decided we had to have him as much as possible. So we've gotten a handful of people that kind of knock it out of the park. It's always been nice. What do you see as the future of Sparkle Picnic and maybe even your own career as a writer? Well, I want to ride this fucking pony to the finish line, you know? I don't know, just keep riding them. I think that we're going to obviously go through various cast members, people that won't be able to come. We'll bring in new people. I'd like to network and get other people involved, but I don't ever want to kind of give up control. I want to make sure we're always in charge of it. I don't know, hopefully... Maybe I can bring some more attention to myself as a fiction writer. I just I just want to be able to write my own ticket. I want to be able to do whatever I want. I don't want to be rich. I just want to make a living. Um, I'd like to interview bands. I'd like to cover events. I'd like to write short stories. I'd like to write novels. I'd like to write screenplays. I'm incredibly unmotivated. I spend a lot of my time playing with Jennifer Bridges. She's, you know, an adventure. I don't know, man. I hope to get numerous series behind us. You know, we're, we're, we've wrapped up season one. We're series one. Um, we're filming today for series two. I hope it doesn't stop anytime soon, regardless of who's involved. I feel as long as I'm at the core of it, you know, fuck it. Keep going. If people drop out, just keep going. Keep making it, you know. I don't, I don't really find myself to be a good actor, but I, I, I certainly wouldn't mind being in stuff. I'm kind of a whore. I like being on camera. You like I, acting? You like acting? Do you like being in your own sketches? You like? I, li- I like being in my own sketches, because I think I can play them all right. I'm not as good in other people's sketches, so if anybody notices... Some acting discrepancies, it's because I didn't write it and I wasn't really sure how to approach it and didn't memorize it in time. If it's my own, I can kind of wing it a little bit better. Yeah, I like being in stuff. It's fun for me. I enjoy it. I've always enjoyed it. So, when you're writing, do you, uh, are you open to suggestions or do you, like, you set in your ways? Pretty set in my ways, Jaden. Pretty set in my ways. It, it kind of depends on the sketch, but in my opinion, too many people offering ideas for the same thing can be kind of derivative and tear it down. Um, Case in point, we shot the uh, Pizza Dick sketch, and people had some suggestions that I thought kind of changed the tone, and I was completely anti that. Um, I'm, I don't know. I, I'm somewhat open. It kind of depends on what, what which point they're coming in at. If it's already written, then I think it's perfect, and somebody's like, oh, do this. I say no. And then sometimes people offer one suggestion, and then suddenly they have ten suggestions, and suddenly it's not your sketch anymore. It's something else differently. They come out something else completely different, at which point I figure, just write your own. It's okay if it's similar to mine, just write your own. Don't step on mine. You know, that's how I want to play it. So, so uh, how willing are you to, um, you know, use other people's sketches and whatnot? I mean, are you, like, really encouraging other people to write, or are you kind of want to be there writing... No, 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 no. I, I want everybody to write their own sketches. I'm even. I would love it if you filmed more in Sioux Falls, like you did for the Time Machine one. Um, I just, I just personally don't like people altering what I've written if I think it's already where it needs to be. But I, yeah, no, I, I wholeheartedly. Of course, I get a little sad when people quote their favorite Sparkle picnics as ones that I didn't write or wasn't in. But um, sorry, it's true. But um, uh, no, I, that's the only way to keep it alive, right? You know, keep bringing in fresh talent. That's why I said, hey, Steve get involved that's why you know I like everybody that's why people come to at me with like half an idea no just write it out you know let's do it I mean if it's awful no but for the most part I say film whatever we can decide later if it's good enough to go in and nine times out of ten that's what we do we keep them right well kind of on that note what are you learning about promoting Sparkle Picking I mean you know you can you be the judge of how funny your own sketch is that's true um, you really can't be the judge of what's funny. Unless something... No, even if you think it's completely stupid, you really can't do anything about it. Not that we've had any that are just completely inane, but um, I don't know. There's some sketches I didn't think were... It's like the entire episode four, like you and I didn't think it was very good. You thought it was an odds and ends collection of crap. 
we'll just put it out there, but people really liked it. So yeah, pretty much film it, put it in, you're good to go. So other than uh, writing, you know, and, and just kind of being the head, what what would you describe as your kind of, your job? Like, what do you do specifically for a shoot and then afterwards? Uh, specifically for a shoot, I line up all the actors. I push people into showing up for it. Uh, you know, like I handpicked pretty much everybody. Make sure that they show up. Uh, encourage people to get their sketches in so we can do them. Make sure we have the right people there to film it. Kind of oversee the day. Make sure the sketches that I thought of are getting filmed properly. Make sure the right people go in them. But it's kind of up in the air, you know. We, we don't really cast that strictly. But sometimes, you know, a monkey needs to be in this. Or Brandon really needs to play this guy. The other people can be whoever. Um, I, I get the food. We stay at my apartment with my lover. Um, after Sparkle Picnic is filmed, I harass Jaden until he edits the sketches together. Same thing with Ben. And uh, unfortunately, Calvin cannot edit, apparently. He won't do it. Well, it's true. Don't laugh. We've tried to get the sketches off of him. He won't do it. God, the promotion is such a bitch. You know what it is? It's spamming people on MySpace. It's adding friends and posting your video on their pages and doing the same thing on Facebook and opening up a Facebook account for that and posting it on forums where they probably don't want to see it. But maybe if five people out of a thousand like it, then you have five more fans, you know? Well, you're the very definition of a spammer. <laughs> yeah. That's, well, that's the, only, that's the only way I know how to do it, you know? Like, Sens, Jason Sens, a good friend of mine, uh, made those flyers, and we put those up in a few places, but there's not a good outlet for that really around here. And I'm lazy, apparently. Um, Who says you're lazy? I do. I'm kind of hard on myself. <laughs> um, Little voices, huh? Yeah. I don't know, man. There's a lot of steps in there, like figuring out which sketches we're going to film, which ones each of us really like and need to do, and um, like what works for where. Fuck. I don't know. There's kind of a lot involved that people probably don't really think of. Or care about. Yeah, or care about. It's not that interesting. But there's... So even when an episode comes out, guess who's doing gay spamming for eight hours on end? Guess who's filling out CAPTCHAs on MySpace, which is supposed to stop spammers. But that doesn't stop me. I'm a people... I know, I know what the letters and the numbers are. So there's eight hours of my day while my girlfriend teases me, my fiance teases me for uh, sitting in front of the computer. Uh, and then I try to talk people into being in the sketches. We have had one guest appearance so far. We've got a couple other possibilities. Um, probably nobody you've heard of, but people that I like and find entertaining and would like to be involved with. Um, mm -hmm. So what what? What do you feel that the response to Sparkle Picnic has been, first of all, in your community, and then just for the people that you're doing it for? I mean, first of all, do you even do it for other people, or are you, is this all for you? And if other people like it, fucking rock on. It's kind of for me. It's kind of an excuse to hang out with my friends. It's kind of a clinging to the maybe the possible hope there might be some sort of income on this, because I owe an extreme amount of money. I'd say it's probably mostly for me, but it's also, as I said, hopefully a showcase for everything. Um, as far as the reaction locally has been close to zero, pretty much the only people that watch it are my friends. Oh, people I know. Monkey experience, that was good. That? At the gas station? Who oh, yeah. yeah. Somebody bumped into somebody that had seen it. I don't know the story. We'll get it from them later. All right. Yeah, pretty much non-existent locally. And pretty much... I don't, I don't know, like... Is the, that because you're not promoting locally, or just... I don't know if the audience is necessarily here, but I also don't really know how to promote locally. Like, I've added people from St. Cloud to the MySpace. I've uh, put up flyers in a few spots. Some people know about it. I hope that it would just spread by word of mouth, but perhaps it's not up to par for that. I, I kind of doubt that, but... Because I've seen some awful shit on the internet and better than that. But, um, I don't know, it seems like just random people like it. I think they're mostly have all been spammed by me, but some of them really, really, really fucking like it. Like, a lot, which is great. Like, I think we have 51 subscribers as of today on YouTube, which is kind of nice, considering we got almost a zero budget. Basically, Chaden's gas money, a couple bullshit props, and a little bit of food for everybody. You know, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, and pizzas from my work, because I'm a pizza chef. Um, professionally <laughs> professionally a pizza chef I don't know I hope at some point it kind of picks up a little more steam because I think it's decent enough to get some views but maybe not once we can't be the judge so so generally you're thinking the reaction is positive negative 
Well, I'd say of, of the people that respond, it's been mostly positive. Uh, a few people really, really hate it, but that's to be expected. But who's to say all those people that pass it over, that don't, you know, rate it or comment on it, they can really hate it too. We just don't hear about it. I don't know, man. Enough people like it to make it worth doing it. To at least make it feel like it's not just some little home project, you know. At least you know some people are watching it and enjoy it, even if it's 50 people, whatever. At least we have a little time capsule of this age that we were, and what we did, what we looked like, what we found funny. Our friends then, who may be dead in 10 years, who knows? You. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's fun. It's nice to be able to do this, even if it is you know hard work. It's fun. I like it. So the reward is definitely worth all the pain. Yeah, I just would really like some money. I <laughs> well, I got a dollar if you need some. No, I don't have any money. I have a lot of debt. And I'm getting married at some point. And I don't have money. So. Yeah, what, what do you think? Um, okay, let's say you have a kid. It's 10 years, you have a kid. Are you gonna, is this something you're going to show them? Probably not until they hit at least 16 or 17. Really? You think it's that? Uh, is it that offensive? Well, I like your son. He's not into a lot of it, you know. Like, he likes some of the easier access ones are kind of, you know, the childish humor. But I think once you hit a certain age, you might enjoy it. I think it's probably definitely for our age group, not to... That's to say the 20, 30-somethings? Yeah, you know. Like, I really... I don't know, but some young kids like it. Kids that are still in high schools. I don't know. I'll show my kids, but probably not till they're a little bit older. Because a lot of it's just obscene. I say some awful things to my wife, you know. Like, she's got a lady boner in one sketch, you know. Your mother's got a giant cock, you know. Like, I don't want to have them see that. Or the three fingers, you know. Maybe I'll censor it. Maybe. I don't know. It'll be interesting. I've been trying to... I tried to get my sister to watch it. She kind of was like, yeah, good job. I'm trying to get my brother to watch it. He doesn't have the internet, and he likes heroin. He lives at home with my dad and my mom. He alternates between their places. They don't do computers. They're old. You know, one of the things that I really get a kick out of is the uh, the picnic promo that I made with the picnic benches. It looks like an Adult Swim promo where you hear the Sparkle Picnic end theme, and it's picnic benches, and it says, My father molested me. Picnic benches, picnic benches. Watch Sparkle Picnic. Picnic benches, picnic benches. I think that's so funny, but I'm horrified that my father will ever see that. Because he didn't molest me, but I thought it was so awful that it was funny. It's like, oh, God, somebody molested him? Oh, God, what are we going to... Oh, he just wants us to watch his show. Oh, <laughs> maybe we should. Was he really molested? Then we should definitely watch it. He wasn't molested? Was just an attention grabber? Okay, maybe we'll watch it. Tell me your name. You tell me your name. Jason John Schubert, what's your name? Jason John Schubert. Nope, it's Ben Harrod. Fine, Benjamin James Harrod. How'd you become involved with Sparkle Picnic? I used to have this really shitty video store job in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and I met this fucking douche named Scott Carmazine. <laughs> and then he hired this guy named Jason, and then we got to be friends, and Jason invented Sparkle Picnic or something and invited me, and I ridiculously got involved. That's, that was a bad idea. Be yourself, Ben. Remove the facade. <clears throat> Were you involved with some projects with Jason beforehand? If uh, so, with who and what? Uh, I was. We did a lot of a lot of cool shit. It was me and Jason and Jaden Bates, who you may also be familiar with. Uh, some of the, the favorites were uh, White was a good one. Of course, The Lost, Stupid Criminals was excellent. Uh, unfortunately, the footage was... Well, lost. And uh, the rest is just kind of a blur. I, I don't know. Next thing I knew, I was shocked and appalled to see that Jason had created Thirsty Thursday, which was quite entertaining. I don't know how that happened, but uh, that's kind of what happened. What episode did you come into Sparkle Picnic at? Uh, I was here for the first one, baby. I was I was there. I was even in it, I think. That was me, wasn't it? Gus Lutowell or something. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Who's that fucking asshole that named everybody in that shit? made up strange names. <laughs> so good. Uh, yeah, that was me. I was, uh, um, I was there. What do you do outside of Sparkle Picnic? Like, what do you do with your time? <sighs> Not much, really. I do a lot of sleeping and weeping and something that I call sleeping, which is a little bit of both at the same time. Now, I've been going to school for a while here, doing some filmmaking shit. I don't use the term shit lately. It's mostly crap. (laughs) 
Uh, yeah, the, the rest is really boring, or that's about it. Uh, what do you think about the progression of Sparkle Picnic since episode one? It's phenomenal. Incredible. I don't even believe it. I even edited one of the episodes, and I couldn't believe what was unfolding before my eyes as it, as it occurred. I, it's, I mean, not to diminish the, the power of the first Sparkle Picnic, or the second, or third, or fourth, but five, six, seven, eight, nine have been amazing. And uh, I think it's getting better. Uh, it's, you know, we're, 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 we're hitting our stride, so to speak. I'm going to do some little, little quotes right around my mouth. Hitting our stride. Uh, I don't even know what that means, but that's what we're doing. So uh, it's good. Do you have any favorite sketches that you've been in or filmed? Um, man, I'm really bad with remembering stuff. But, uh, uh, <laughs> favorite sketches that I've... Uh, you know, well, one of my favorites that I've edited, which uh, it's got to be Easy Bike. Easy Bike is, is a lot of fun. Brandon has blessed us with his creative talents, and I just got to put it together. Uh, and I'll, I'll always be a, a big fan of Cat in the Box. Cat in the Box is, makes me laugh every single time, which I have nothing to do with, but uh, I saw it, and it makes me chuckle whenever I see that fucker go into the box. What are your long-term plans? To find someone stupid enough and very good-looking, though, uh, that's, that will sleep with me on a regular basis, preferably female. Um, it's kind of optional at this point, though. I'm anticipating that I will end up in prison at some point, though, so I'm going to have to get used to flexing the old... <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying right now. Long-term plans. No, I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go far away. I'm gonna leave these sparkle picnic people behind and uh, do other other things. I don't know. I just. I just gotta. I gotta be me. You know. I gotta. I gotta. I'm a free spirit, man. I can't be reined in. Don't you need Jason Chaden around to make you do things? That's actually pretty much totally true. I don't get anything done without those two, or at least one of the two. Um, so I'm pretty much dependent. Uh, at this point, I, I now foresee uh, a bit of suicide in my future. So just a little bit. Just, just I think we all feel like that. <clears throat> well, tell, tell me a little bit about the uh, projects that you put together last fall for school. Uh, some good shit, man. That was I was kidding earlier about it being crap because it was actually quite excellent. Uh, I've received many, many of the accolade. A crowd favorite was... Uh, the Man of the Hour, uh, starring nobody that you know. Uh, and, uh, it was my, my silent epic. It came in in a whopping two minutes and five seconds, I think, with titles and credits. Anyway, uh, it was good. Uh, another another favorite was uh, a loose music video of sorts, the Jesus Lizard tune, uh, Destroy Before Reading, which my good friend Jason was gracious enough to appear in. And... Uh, most everybody that saw was blown away by my editing talents. They had no idea. I'm like, oh, I thought this was going to be some stupid fucking music video. That, uh, you know, just, oh, that's nice. But it was fucking good. And uh, we're all very proud of that. Tell me about that bitch Danny that ran away, since he's not going to be represented on here. Tell me about Danny Dykel. It's funny you said it because I do often refer to him as Danny the Bitch some more. Danny the Bitch, that's you, Danny. Because you're watching this. Uh, yeah, he bitched out and went to California to hang out with his brother, I guess. Which I've, I'm, I would be surprised to learn that his parents actually allowed more than one of their children to live after seeing what Danny turned out to be. But uh, um, yeah, he did that, and I've been meaning to try to get a hold of him. <laughs> meaning to try to. That's a good one. Uh, but phenomenal actor. Uh, an amazing talent, but uh, gone, so fuck him. Well, you're planning the same move, man. You're running away, too. I'm just thinking about it. He actually went and fucking did it. He's a fucker. I'm only thinking about being a fucker. Don't you want to be the uncle to my children? That would... Uncle Ben! I'm already Uncle Ben to too many people, and I don't even have any siblings, so tell me how that works. Well, aren't you going to be... Imagine a Jason-Jenny hybrid. I No, thank you. I would rather not. I'm trying to think of anything else right now. I need, I need two things from you now. I know you don't want to give them to me, but I need them on film. 
first I need you to do the cat. And tell me about how you can't process dairy. I have these voices that make Jason laugh, and uh, he's going to make me do them. The cat uh, is uh, actually stolen, but uh, I'm not going to admit that on film. Shit. I just did. No, this is my impression of a cat. I'm a cat! I can't digest milk! I don't know. That was not my cat face, but that was my cat voice. I'm a cat. I don't like Jason. He's mean. And now he's going to make me do the other one, I assume. Introduce the Swedish dog. <laughs> the Swedish dog. <sighs> well, you see, I don't have hands to open the door, so if you could let me out, I have to poop some shit out of my butt. So if you could do that, I'd very much like that. Thank you. It was based on the wiener dogs? Yeah, that was actually my, my oldest of my two former wiener dogs. That was the voice that he would use to ask me to let him out to poop some shit out of his butt. Any uh, closing thoughts, Benjamin? Uh, uh, you know, I don't do thoughts very well. Uh, I'm kind of, kind of, uh, I'm into actions. And uh, right now I kind of have to take a shit and it's I think it's gonna be kinda of liquidy. It's going to fall out of your butt. It's going to come right out of my butt. Alright, what's your name? Sid. And uh what do you do with Sparkle Picnic? I do I do it all. Oh yeah? Yeah. Or not all of it, but a little bit of it all. Can you give me specifics? No. Uh I've acted in some sketches and I've written some sketches. And directed and cameraed some too. Uh, Not what, many. What sketches have you written? What sketches have I written? Any that have been seen by anyone? All, all of them. All oh of wait, them. are you are you asking me if if, if some of your sketches? Yeah, are they? No, right. Well, they will be, but no, no. Which ones? Did, what did you have? People. I don't remember. I did robots and geldos. Which will never be seen. Ben promises. <laughs> and then, uh, it was be the gingers and, uh, and let's be friends, right? What's gingers? What? Gingers? Genders, genders, yes. Genders. True, true. I guess those are series too. We won't give anything away. How did filming go for you today? Oh, I didn't. You mean uh, me filming? Well, I mean, how did the shoot go? Well, the whole thing, I went fine. I'm tired now. It was fun, I suppose funny at times, not many times, but sometimes, uh, it's tiring, if I didn't, I, I said that, though, earlier. <laughs> Aren't you thrilled that you got the interview now, at the end of the night? No, I'm not thrilled. I think you are. And how, how did you get involved with Sparkle Picnic? Uh, Jason asked me to be in it, uh, because he had a big crush on me. It, uh, and so I, I obliged because I had a big crush on him. Oh, now we hug. Um, I had a part two for that one, but you can just sit there. We'll just sit. Okay. Uh, whoa! What do you do? What's your What's your deal, Steve? What do you do? What I do? I don't do much of anything. Uh, it's kind of a problem. What are your hobbies? Uh, my hobbies. I like to play video games and I like to masturbate and sometimes I write sometimes I read sometimes I I uh, try to memorize the periodic table uh, atomic numbers and electrons neutrons protons what do you write? I write stupid things I don't know that <laughs> not much of anything I write well, I mean, I mean, I write things, but they're not, they're not, there's not anything to them. Throw me out a synopsis or two for some things synopsis you've written. Synopsis of something I've written. Everything I write is like a paragraph of just someone being like pissed off at something or wanting a hug or something. I don't even know. That's how, that's how poor my writing is, is that I don't even remember what I wrote. <laughs> two days after I wrote it. Let's see, I wrote something yesterday. It's kind of funny, but it doesn't matter in terms of this. So, what do you uh, what do you hope to do? I don't even know what I hope to do. I mean, I hope to do something that I like. 
and be somewhat successful at that thing. But I don't know what that thing is. Is your girlfriend in that fridge? Yes. No. No. I don't see any watermelon in here, if that's what you were asking. Any closing Sparkle Picnic thoughts for your interview? No. (laughs) (laughs) Why is the refrigerator open? I don't know. I I like to sit. I like to sit in a refrigerator sometimes or near it. It's it's a little bit cooler than sitting somewhere that's not like directly in front of a fan or outdoors during a cold time. Uh, But, I mean, if I open up the freezer, it'd be too cold. And I like the light, too. The refrigerator light that that shines ever so brightly upon me. It's my favorite type of light to be to be shown in. <laughs> What's your name? Ryan Christmas Monkey. Why do people know you as that name? Um, it was originally a game I, or a, a name I used in online games a long time ago, and I just decided to use it on the space because I didn't want to put my actual name on there. And there's <clears throat> a veritable shitload of Ryans. You can throw a rock in Minnesota and hit someone named Ryan. So people call me Monkey. It's stuck. How did you get involved in Spark Picnic? Um, <clears throat> I got a call from uh, Ryan LaFollette <laughs> on an evening that... Uh, do I say you or do I say Jason? Are, are you here right now? I, I kind of... I think they may know I am, but... Okay, alright. Jason Schubert and Ryan Lucklett and Chayden Bates were filming uh, Jonathan Davis Activist for Retards. So I got to be a a victim of Jonathan Davis, which was really exciting, because a girl saw us shooting it and she was afraid. And uh, then we did just some um, uh, improv on... The story that I, I don't know, this little girl, Susan Dennison, made me shit my pants on the playground. And I told that story, and so we improv that story in front of the camera, and it just kind of happened, man. I heard about Sparkle Picnic, and I said, shit, yeah, man, I'm on board. Well, well tell me about yourself. What what, uh, what do you like to do? Um, Who are you? What makes Ryan Christensen tick? Let's see. I enjoy polo, origami. I just picked up origami. That's pretty exciting. Well, not exciting, it's actually relaxing, but exciting because it's relaxing because I don't relax that often. Uh, let's see. Um, I do a little bit of writing and then, you know, work a shitty job. And then I'm going to go back to school. That's really, yeah. You write. Didn't you write a couple of sketches then for Sparkle Picnic? I sure did. Um, <clears throat> see, Misinterpretations of the Tao was mine. And uh, North American Chupacabra was mine. Um, but that one kind of turned out a little disastrous, so I'm writing some more stuff for that, just to kind of compensate for the really shitty version. <laughs> that was just because I wasn't prepared. That's totally my fault. And then I got credited, actually, just for the record, I got credited with writing the sketch about the guy that's crawling down the hallway begging for his wheelchair back. I did yeah, not yeah. write that sketch, and Chayden, for some reason, credited that to me, and I didn't write that sketch for So for anybody who might see this and was offended because they, you know, watch that and thinks I'm an asshole. Oh, who, who, who did write that one? Um... <clears throat> This fucking asshole, I know. I don't know. I'll just leave it at that. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, do you find the sparkle picnic shoots stressful? No, not at all. I think they're pretty fun. Um, actually, they're really, really fun. I don't know. I, I guess I kind of hope maybe just more preparation, because I think that the sketches are getting a little meatier now, and so maybe a little more preparation for them would be a little better, because we tend to do a lot of takes, and which is fine. But, you know, since we're all spread out, but, yeah, hopefully we can rehearse a little more. I'm going to fight you. No, I, I agree. I think... I, I, it, it's not known. I mean, it's, I'm not saying it's not any kind of reflection on anybody's performance or anything like that. I mean, it's always, it's a blast. It's just, it's incredibly fun. It's just, we had, you know, I just... It's really just good, yeah. Two days straight, we'll just get a bunch of coke and just fucking go, you know, coked out, sparkle picnic. That'll be great. Wouldn't meth work better? Probably would. That's the drug all the kids are doing these days. Mm-hmm. You know? Maybe it's... Yeah, let's do the meth instead. Coke is, I suppose, really 80s. What are you, uh, what are you hoping to move on to? What, what, what would you like for a career? I, Ideally, I'd really like to write. I mean, 
I don't know. And it, it would be an absolute, uh, ideally, something, you know, and as far as maybe even doing, like, sketch comedy and stuff would be ideally what I'd really like to do. Um, but, I don't know. You know, I may end up just being, like, a history teacher or something like that. You can um, do both. I could try to do both, yeah. And, I, you know, I'll probably do both, because Sparkle Picnic's loads of fun, so... What are some other questions I've asked other people? Oh. They are kind of tailored. Each one is kind of Oh, no, I, I can tell. <laughs> um, do you have any closing thoughts on Sparkle Picnic? Any any ideas you want to get across? Any Ideas? Well, final, I don't know, final statements. Oh, I think it's, I don't know. I, I think, it, I'm honestly, I'm, I'm pretty proud of it, actually. I mean, I, I realize, you know, maybe it doesn't get loads and loads of, Notoriety, but who gives a shit? I mean, it's it's pretty honest, and that's what I like about it. I much prefer, you know, kind of that, that uh, sort of grassroots approach as opposed to, you know, selling some formulaic bullshit to some network or something like that. All right. Well, God bless you, Ryan Christensen. Oh, God bless you, Jason. Shoot, May the picnic always be with you. Fucking hate, man. And now we play a Where Are They Now? The first people you heard from were Mac and Nikki, who were there in the very beginning. And we're also, I believe, the first people to officially leave. Mac no longer wanted to be involved. He was worried. Family members were going to see what he was doing. I think mainly, like, Nikki's family members, like cousins and stuff. So he kind of bailed. They got married. They have a baby. The last time I talked to him, after I was the best man in his wedding, he was moving to his pastor's basement an hour away from the town where he worked, which I thought was an odd move. Uh, Following up after that, we had Donnie Dobaton. No, I've not seen since. He came up and did Too Ugly at Sunglasses, which I think he only came up to do because he was extremely bored and wanted to hang out with people. Otherwise, he's pretty early to tap out, too. After that, we got Chayden Bates, who unfortunately I do not speak to as much as I used to. Sparkle Picnic worked as a wonderful way for me to play with people on a regular basis to have actually something to do rather than just sit around awkwardly and try to talk. I was able to play with Chayden on a regular basis. It was great. And then he left the show kind of, too. So it's a little sad. And then we don't talk as much. Or at all. Also in the mix, Ben Haride, who's still around, kinda. Though we go through waves of not talking to each other. I hate you! No, I hate you! Fuck you! That's what we do. And then we don't talk for a little bit. And then Monkey, Ryan Christensen, who lives in Bloomington, I believe. I have not seen him since I first moved to Minneapolis several years ago. I tried to delete him on Facebook once because I had no interest in being his friend any longer. And then he uh, guilted me into still being his friend. Called me a little girl for getting rid of him. That's kind of unfair about Facebook, right? You can't get rid of people. If you delete people, they notice. And they call you on it. I don't want that. Friendships are supposed to phase out. They're just supposed to trickle away. I'm not supposed to be forced to be friends with people I don't want to be friends with anymore. But whatever, that's fine. Uh, somehow I forgot to include Steven Johnson in the podcast. Last I heard, he was working at a cardboard box factory after graduating from college, and then he was going to go to grad school. Uh, I think he's still pretty active. I hear him mention the 48-hour film festival sometimes on uh, Facebook, so he's probably doing that. Uh, He has more talent than all the rest of us, I promise you that. So uh, if you stumble across this because you wanted to know where Steve came from, this is is one of the things. So yeah, that's, that's where are they now? Sparkle Picnic. Alright, we've got several other podcasts in the can. Dan Wanzel, who I do a lot of podcasts with, uh, nearly died very recently. We'll be chatting about that in the next one. Uh, Jules has got some good stories. Brought Jordan into the mix. He'll tell us some funny ones as well. I talked to a Sarah girl I know who's got some wild stories. Lots of good ones. So after today's goofy episode, there'll be more straightforward ones. Just good storytelling coming up quick. Now, here's my pre-recorded spiel about why there's two feeds. Okay, two things. This is uh, this podcast will now be up under two different feeds, which is odd, but maybe makes sense by the end of the story. I changed it from What the F's a Sparkle Picnic to Tell Me a Story I Love You, because I thought it was more fitting considering the content, which isn't necessarily Sparkle Picnic related, even if it revolves around people I put in Sparkle Picnic. It's more just good stories that people are telling, or I think they're good, or I enjoy documenting them. Either way, so the What the Fuck's a Sparkle Picnic or What the F's a Sparkle Picnic podcast feed was through Podbean, which only allows me to have, I think, 100 megabytes of podcasts up at a time, and they have to be like under 31 megabytes, something like that. So I have to shrink down the audio quality, and I can only have a few up at a time, which sucks because there's 
very many of them. And I think it's not cool to have to take any of them down. I did have them archived, but nobody downloaded them, which is fair. But that's what you can find on iTunes, the What the F's a Sparkle Picnic, or WTF is a Sparkle Picnic. The new feed, the Tell Me a Story I Love You, has every single episode of the podcast up. However, it's not showing up on iTunes. I don't know why. I'm, I'm perplexed. So, if you want all of the episodes, I think you just you can still just go to sparklepicnic.com. But if you go to, like, Blick TV. Tell me a story I love you's there. You can download them all as MP3s. And, and of course, sparklepicnic.com. However, if you want it through iTunes, apparently you have to do WTF's The Sparkle Picnic. So there will always be a rotation of three or four of those. The newest three or four will always be available on iTunes. Unless the other feed gets picked up somehow. I don't see it happening. Sparkle Picnic, I love you. Sparkle picnic, hold tightly. Sparkle picnic, sparkle picnic, and a sandwich, scary ants, mosquitoes, ow. Sparkle picnic, sparkle picnic, inappropriate jokes, and making fun of the less fortunate for amusement and yours going to hell. Sparkle picnic, sparkle picnic, sparkle picnic, I love you, sparkle picnic.